Hello, and welcome to Used Up Pens, a podcast presented by Drawings by Trent. We continue with part two of Gary's interview. In this episode, the group will talk about similarities in how Chris and Trent handle their personal relationships, especially with their parents. We'll also hear Gary explain a little bit about the puzzle piece symbol. Please make sure to listen to the end to hear Trent say hello to Gary. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other children? Yes, I have a daughter. Uh, Chris has a younger sister, okay. 26, who's a sixth grade English teacher. Oh, oh nice. and, and I want to say something to all of the parents out there for talking about their typical yeah. <laughs> siblings. Our siblings of our kids on the spectrum grow up to be better people than me. Oh, they yeah. really do. Absolutely. They understand prejudice and overcoming and the mm-hmm. and what hard work and determination can accomplish. And, and seriously, the fact that you're doing this and your brother behind the scenes mm-hmm. is doing it as well, I just admire that. And I, I think our siblings learn so much mm-hmm. from their sibling with autism or whatever they're dealing with. And I just, I think that's a beautiful thing. I, yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I truly do. It's kind so, of, yeah, a... my, my, my daughter's incredible and she's almost the second mother. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Tristan was a a baby when Trent was born. I mean, they're 18 months apart and yeah, she's always been second mom. She'd bring me both their diapers. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. 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 What is your kids relationship like together? Incredible. Incredible. My, My daughter has her own apartment. Chris and Kendall, they're always hanging out as much as they can. He loves sleeping over at her house Mm -hmm. and we make photo books. Every time we do something like we have a pirate day that my organization, we have the same boat, but we go on eight different pirate cruises. It's a whole thing with water cannons and Chris, it's one of his favorite days. Mm -hmm. So we make a a photo scrapbook of it at Walgreens, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he makes multiple fun dates with Kendall, his sister, uh-huh. uh, uh, fun dates. And a lot of it's pictures and DVDs that they watch. <laughs> so <laughs> you take a picture of the full house DVD, you know, Kendall yeah. and Christopher, best friends forever. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's incredibly close. And, you know, it's, it's something we also don't like talking about moms and dads eventually are, die you know so we we, we have a yeah eventually so far so good yeah you know but yeah we have a special needs trust set up for chris Mm -hmm. you know and my house would be left to that in full and my daughter is the trustee Mm -hmm. so you know she's going to have that responsibility i don't want to say burden responsibility Mm -hmm. put on her you know and she she knows it and she's like I said, when I said she's the second mother, I, I mean that sincerely. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, looks at him and, and treats Chris, you know, as like everything to her. Mm-hmm. And the relationship is just beautiful. Yeah. It, absolutely just beautiful between the two of them. That's so good. We get so many comments from parents who do not have that kind of interaction between their, oh, yeah, their children. Yeah. And it's just heart. I mean, I'm like, I don't know how we would function like that without yeah. without that good relationship between the siblings. And Trent, unlike Christopher, it sounds like, Trent is not 
relational with people. He, he doesn't understand that kind of thing. So well, he doesn't have conversational little, speech at all. Yeah. So it's hard to have yeah. a relationship. Yeah. It, it's weird. If you say, does Chris have conversational speech? The answer isn't yes or no. You know, <laughs> it, it's, he talks from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to sleep, mm. but it's more, we're eating lunch. What's for dinner? Literally as the plates set down in front of <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. What are we eating next? Where are we going tomorrow? What are you going to buy me? Here are the DVDs I want. Let's talk about something I've talked about 12,000 times right. <laughs> in the past. He's not talking who does he like in the Super Bowl. He's not talking yeah, yeah. about right. you know aspirations. Or, it's concrete things. Know, yeah, Very concrete and pretty much limited. Like he deals with me probably the most out of anybody mm -hmm. and then his mother and sister next and he has what he calls friends but when they get together they don't talk yeah. <laughs> they, they right. sit next to each other doing their own little ipad things you yeah. know yeah. Mm -hmm. but that's but, cool that he has people outside the family that he wants to be around and can express that and really part of that is because what poac does all that we literally the year before COVID, we had 320 free events 320 wow. in the year. Um, mm -hmm. And we're up to over 200 again now. We're still trying to crawl out of the COVID hole yep, yep. that we all found ourselves in. And it's going together, like say at a gym party, right? We're having one this Sunday. Um, probably, I think, 172 kids with autism and their siblings and their parents. Wow, that's huge. I, I love it. And, and hundreds of those, right? To be able to go to an event, to see your kid as your kid not your kid with autism, not your kid yeah. with this or not yeah. just yeah. your kid and the friendships, the true friendships that develop between the kids on the spectrum themselves, the typical siblings with other typical siblings and kids on the spectrum and typical siblings, you know, mm. to see that and grow. I think that's so important. I, I always say there's two most important things that parents of children with autism need to do. The most important thing they need to do for their child with autism is to share their child's joy. I can't stress that enough. Whatever their child finds joyful, share it with them. Mm -hmm. Chris is in the trains. When he was young, I would drive to the Red Bank train station and Chris and I for two or three hours would stand by the track, me between the track and Chris, because I was always a little worried he would jump in front. Yeah. Like two, three hours, and he would just jump and flap and stem, totally not speaking at that time. Mm -hmm. And, and we, we did that three, four times a week, mm. you know, and it made our relationship, father and son, closer. And for me to see him happy, and this was a boy that was extremely self-injurious, mm -hmm. for me to just see him happy and excited and start, he started pairing dad. Oh, dad does nice things with me. I like this big dorky looking guy you know <laughs> so for the child most important thing is to share their joy the most important thing i tell my parents uh, of, of children with special needs autism in particular is find your community of support wherever that is you know for us we kind of made one we have i think 7500 members of our organization families you know so we're we're pretty big in a very small area but find the special ed ptas find your groups find where you can go and just be you as a family 
without mm. explaining everything you're doing. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I, for me, that has worked for, for Chris and I, I should say that has really helped us as individuals and definitely as a family. Very cool. Another word of advice I would give just as, you know, safety expert for mm-hmm. the autism community, mm-hmm. I would definitely want to see in, in your child's while they're in school and their IEP safety skills in their IEP, mm-hmm. but we don't include that. That's, that's right. rare. <laughs> what, they might, what they might include would be like um, reading signs. That's about yeah. the extent of it. Yeah. But you know, how about crossing the street? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. We have uh, worked with Trent his whole life on crossing the street. And he still doesn't, yeah. doesn't he, get it. Even some of those things are just a struggle. Yeah. Well, and it's like, uh, you can, you can teach them all you want to look both ways before they cross the street, but do they really know why? Or yeah. like if they want to yeah. get to the thing that's across the street, is it going to matter in that instance? You know, Well, and I, I think it's important to remember when we talk about autism, there's a huge what, what do I want to say? Spectrum? There's a, yeah. Spectrum. Yeah. I mean, can we even use that word anymore? I and mean, they kind of yes, yes, dissolved yeah. it. But, um, you can say spectrum. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, well, we did a post uh, last year sometime and, and shared that Trent had level three autism. And, and you would not believe the number of people who were not very kind about that. Like you, that, that shouldn't happen. You are, oh, we have levels now. I mean, they just went on and on but, and you on. Know, <laughs> I when Chris was young, I used to say, "Call my son an eggplant." If calling him an eggplant will get him the services that yeah. he needs, right. <laughs> you know. Right. And I meant it then, and I mean it now. People lose their mind over this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be kind, be considerate, and help. Yeah. You know. And treat uh, the individual as the individual they are, exactly, not exactly not what somebody calls and, them. And. and Chris, when he was seven years old, remains one of the most severely impaired children with autism that I've ever seen in my professional 25 years. Mm -hmm. Him at seven, Mm -hmm. you know, he was level three beyond the other side of the wall. Yeah. You know, they were considering fitting him for a helmet because he would bang his head so much. He thought he would go blind. Did he have a goose egg on his forehead for years? Like, yeah, I I used to say he was like, um, a Klingon. Exactly the same. Trent Trent would run out to whatever hardest surface he could find cement, tile floors, whatever, and just bang his head as hard as he could. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a rug on the tile floor, Chris would lift the rug up. Yes. Yes. And slam Slam and I'm like yep. I always remember my hand underneath it. Yep. We used to buy a case, a dozen replacement windows for our front window oh, man. at a time, <laughs> and keep it in our garage because yep. when Daddy left, he got so upset he would slam himself mm-hmm. into the window. Yep. And his mom, who's an incredible mom, we're, we are been divorced many years, but when it comes to Chris, we're we're one. Mm-hmm. We're we're one, and we have. What it's funny when we take them. <laughs> to a doctor or specialist, people just assume we're happily married. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're, no. we're happy because we're, we're not married. Yes, yeah, yes, together. Right? <laughs> you know, but yeah, she has a great boyfriend that's great with Chris, and my Good. girlfriend is great with Chris. You know, and we all get along, and you know, right. and and isn't that's what we we should we should be doing? But yeah, Chris, the self injurious behaviors, but people need to stop. Mm-hmm. Stop with this judging and stop with 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 everything and stop yeah. obsessing about the puzzle piece. 
You know. <laughs> oh yes, I please. Love the puzzle piece. I yep. do too. Let me yep. say publicly, it's on my wrist. Oh, <laughs> the podcast. You can't yeah, see. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I held it up to your it listening really is audience. There. And they have to understand, Chris is almost twenty nine. By the time they hear this, he probably will be twenty nine. The puzzle piece was the thing that we had an identity as a community. Mm-hmm. My son, who has autism, loves the puzzle piece. He understands the puzzle piece and he loves it, you know. And I I did a, a video once explaining, for me, the meaning of the puzzle piece has changed over the years. When Chris was young, it was that missing piece. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was what's missing from Chris. I don't think Chris is less than. If I could take away my son's anxiety, I would do anything in the world Mm -hmm. to take away my son's anxiety and some of his challenges, but not all, not all, you know, because it makes him who he is. I view the puzzle piece now. My vision of the puzzle piece is we're all pieces of the picture of the world that we want to live in. You four there, Mm -hmm. right? Um, the, the individuals with autism, their parents, their siblings, their teachers, their therapists, the police officers, the healthcare, the neighbors, the individuals themselves, most importantly, we're all pieces trying to find our place together mm-hmm. to form a picture of the world that we want our children to live in. And just not our children with autism, all of our children. Yeah. To me, that's a beautiful thing. And if you don't like the puzzle piece, shut up about <laughs> it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, right. what's wrong with that version? I reclaim yeah. the puzzle piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We're going to say I, absolutely I to it. that. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, I'm like, that's a beautiful thing. I, and I've seen people attack you and other creators. And, and remarkably, I get very few nasty comments. And then I just, I don't engage. I yeah. delete block because... You know, my, my sweet Irish grandmother always said, Gary, don't argue with the fool because then people have trouble telling the difference. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's wise. Uh, yeah. yeah. So just we're all here to help people and, mm-hmm. and spread, mm-hmm. spread love and awareness. And I, I know what you guys do are, are changing people's lives. And the books that you sell is going to help take care of your son and your mm-hmm. brother for his future and for your future. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. That's what every mother and father wants for their kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every child, every parent. I, I don't know. I, I, I see nothing but beauty in it. I, I don't see the, the negativity. And mm-hmm. I wish people, you know, before they did something negative, would just stop and think about it for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think and, and, the latest thing that's happened is, so, you know, we don't get a lot of nasty comments, but we do just get some. So one of the things, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast about Andrea addressing the mommy-daddy thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we have done several videos talking about this is why this is the way it is or whatever. And so Andrea does the video addressing this. Like, So we had some comments and people saying this doesn't seem, you know, it's just not something I would do or whatever they say. So we address it because one of the things we want to do is educate communities exactly. and people on what's going on. And the and social media is a great way to yep. do that. And so then we get all of these other like super well-meaning people who are supporters and and fans of Trent and and the channel and then they start almost like getting upset that we're 
addressing these things. Like you like don't pay attention to whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or like, if we don't pay attention to this, we lose the opportunity to educate people. Correct. On why correct. Things are the way to, so it's almost yeah. like you get it from both sides. Yeah, I know. And, I know. And then, I, but then you're like, well, welcome to social media. I mean, this is what happens. And yeah. uh, I guess we're here for it. So but you guys do such a good job as an outsider looking in on what you do. You guys do such a good job addressing stuff and, and i address stuff when it's appropriate chris as if you see any of our videos he loves to smell my head you mm-hmm. know and play with my beard and give me kisses you mm-hmm. know just he loves and he's and i never want that to stop yeah mm-hmm. and i never want to stop and most people are like oh that's so cute and adorable and other people are really nasty things yeah. or just questioning why why yeah. would he do it? And then I explained the sensory thing. And mm-hmm. honestly, when Chris was young and had no language, I think he recognized me by smell, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, and that was his was connection. It's like he would smell me if he was upset and just, oh, okay, daddy's here. Yep. Yep. Everything's good, good in the world. Yeah. And it's just his little way. Like, you know, if you're not looking for it, you might not pick up that he's mm-hmm. getting a sniff, you know, but, oh, yeah. but no, we loves- absolutely know about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Trent loves to be, he loves to touch us with his mouth. I mean, whether yeah. it's our nose yeah. or our head or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I've seen other adults with autism do the same thing with their parents. I mean, it, yeah. I think it's pretty well, common that people who is, don't know, don't know that. Yeah. And exactly. autism is a sensory thing. Well, absolutely. what it like taste, touch, smell, <laughs> What would you expect? What does Chris's day look like? Does he go to a day program? Oh, yeah. yeah. So he goes to a day program several days a week. And I always describe it as high school 2.0, which I think is one of the best day programs, like mm-hmm. something like that. He does okay. PowerPoints on trains and Thomas and oh, his full cool. house DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and they go into the community and they go shopping and they make shopping lists for stuff that he's going to eat. You know, mm-hmm. he loves music. He's gifted musically. They bought a upright organ so Chris can have hmm. uh, to play his music during wow. the day program. Very cool. But it, he absolutely loves his program. He had a job working in the kitchen several days a week. But when COVID hit, yeah. We, yeah. he no longer does that. But he was a prep cook and he was good at it hmm. with a helper right next to him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was going to say, Trent goes to a day program three days a week, and then Tristan is with him the other two days as a provider. And she also helps work for drawings by Trent, making coloring books and things. But you were talking about safety of them and the sexual yeah. thing. We feel at this point we would never put him in a residential facility just because of that. I mean, it scares us to death. I know there's cameras well, everywhere. Yeah, because he doesn't, because he can't tell you. He's not right. exactly. Something so happens to him, yeah. we would never know. Nope. I mean, we might might see the physical, you know, he might be aggressive or whatever. He might try to, like... Uh, Become a predator himself. Yeah. Um, that, that happens as well. So Because, you know, they're, they're modeling the behavior that's mm-hmm. happening to them. There is this young woman with autism that I worked with for years. She was 32. And she was sexually assaulted by a neighbor for years. Mm-hmm. Years. And her mentality, probably a three-year-old. Yeah. Right? And... Prosecutor refused to prosecute because she said it felt good what he did. Oh, uh, my goodness. You know, and she goes, oh, I guess sexual abuse feels good was her line to me that I think about that sentence that came mm. out of her mouth. Like, it, it just makes me cry. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's horrible. 
the, the stuff that I've seen, you know, but we do have to teach and we have to, you know, realize it, it's out there. Yeah. Uh, Gary, and you and I are big guys. I'll be happy to yeah. meet you there and we could. That's we could it. That's it. God help the person. <laughs> That's, uh, right. Uh, That's right. That's right. The last child they uh, abuse, the AAC device is yeah. for your people and your listening audience. Yeah. It's, it's a, a device that non-speaking individuals can use to speak. Yeah. Almost every single one doesn't have language programmed to yeah. report sexual abuse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like they're not even able to report, report it because they don't put the language in the device because wow. they yeah. don't think it's like, let, let that sink in. Yeah. For, no joke. For a, a second. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any more last questions? Gary, is there anything that you wanted to add before we? No, I, I just okay. love I, I feel like I know you guys are. <laughs> it's kind of, I, I wish Chris was here. He would have lasted like two minutes. Yeah. Because if we right. were talking about full house, like. Right. Eh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's great that we can come together on social media. Absolutely. For sure. I, I, I love the awareness that you guys are doing yeah. and you thank you for allowing us. Yeah. We're great. We have a, a nice little audience, but nowhere near the yeah. size of yeah. Well, yeah, we're right. so glad that you were able to come on and thank you for all of the work that you do yeah, and no um, thank you. keeping our, our community safe. So mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Yep, thanks. So yeah. spread it. We have tons of resources on our website. And if you ever need any help or information, please just shoot, shoot us an email. Okay. Hey, Trent. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> I love it. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, he still doesn't uh, completely understand like um, video, like FaceTime or whatever. Nope. He doesn't. He doesn't get that there I, are actually people I, there. I got a GPS in my car, and I downloaded Homer Simpson's voice as the. Oh. And Christopher, when he heard it, leaned forward. Hello, Mister Simpson. It's me, Christopher. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh man, Trent, what were you doing downstairs? Were you watching TV? Yes. What were you watching? Toy Story 4. Oh, Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Did you Woody. have a, Were you drawing in your phone book? Yes. What were you drawing? Crocodile pig. Crocodile pig? All right. That's a good one. Cool. All right. Huh. I'm so excited to see you, Trent. You say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank this you. Is it. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you so much for being on again. Uh, yeah, please. It, uh, we're on most social media. Just look for POAC Autism, P-O-A-C, Protecting Our Autistic Children. And our website, POAC.net. Um, we have tons of safety resources. And we're actually launching a safety section of our website in like two weeks. <laughs> in two Very weeks. Cool. Okay. But about 30 training videos, everything's free. Awesome. You know, everything from wandering to IDs to mm-hmm. water safety. If you can think of we have it, tons of handouts. I absolutely love what you do. Great. And yeah, please follow us on TikTok if yeah. you're not already following us. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, anybody who's interested, please go to POAC.net and um, check out all of their great resources. So again, thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see everybody next time on the Use It Pens podcast. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Used Up Pens. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, 
Don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review to be read on the podcast. Remember, our primary goal is to spread autism awareness, so please share this podcast with friends and family. If you're looking for new coloring books, clothing, or other cool items with Trent's art, please visit us at drawingsbytrent.com. You can also use the handle drawingsbytrent to follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, thanks for listening.